Oh my gosh. Alright. Marissa and Josh really need to stop dancing here. Oh my gosh. Alright, so I'm experimenting with different, um... Uh, <laughs> stop. Everybody just stop. I'm experimenting with different, like, intro music and stuff. And, uh... Because Josh pointed something out. He's like, you know, what if we ever get big enough and we actually get sued? Yeah. You know, like, for having, like, songs that we don't actually have rights to? And so I actually have a bunch of music that's just... Oh, the free just, music? Yeah, just, yeah. like, generic, no rights to it music, you know? Yeah, there's a bunch of that out there. Yeah, and so let me, let's look at this one right quick. Very James Bond. You guys feeling that? No. What's funny is the names. Like, they have no lyrics, but, like, the one I just played was Go Getter. This one's called The Hunt of the Werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Here's one for you. How about this one? I think I used this one for a commercial. Like in the background? Yeah. During a commercial? Yeah. I get that. Are we recording right now? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Hi no, guys. we're live. Hey, folks, Hi. this is the Serving the Beast podcast. As always, <laughs> Joshy McJosh Face is joining me today. <laughs> Yo. Marissa, the fan favorite, is also joining me today. Say hi, Marissa. Hi. Hey, oh man, I love it when she joins us. Okay, hold on. Let me turn off this crappy music. <laughs> it's not. It's actually. It's, it's, it's kind of catchy, huh? It's good background music. Like yeah. during a commercial, I could totally hear this one. Is yeah. this really going to be a part of the podcast? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course it is. Yeah. No. I could People totally love the candid stuff. I, don't I could know totally like. hear that music in the background of Marissa doing the. Have you ever wondered how? Ooh, that was bad. You know, have you ever wondered how you could make your own podcast? The, that commercial that we that we have well, with that music. There could the be like bloopers. Do you ever? Do well, like, she had her own music too. Well, do you ever That's have true, like yeah. bloopers on like your page? <laughs> that could be a good bloop. Like a no, bloop. most of our bloopers no. are wildly inappropriate. We just keep <laughs> well, that's going. not. Yeah. So I mean, that could we work. We don't really edit out our. This bloopers. sounds really weird. I don't understand why it's like. Why? It sounds like this one is like completely muted. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Now and now we're having technical difficulties. Yeah. Now we're gonna have to edit out. We're good. We'll fix that during a commercial break. Right. All right. So Joe Biden apparently is. Um, oh my God! This is still recording. Okay. Racist. So, oh, well, hold on. Is he racist? Or is, is he? Is he just really stupid? Or is he telling the truth? Or is he just really stupid? I think he confirmed something that we've been Did warning. <laughs> Certain people on the left about for a long period of time. But the look on his face as he said it. Okay, Marissa, Uh, Marissa let me play this. this. Let me play this clip. So Marissa's like, I don't know if Marissa heard it. You didn't hear this? (gasps) Yeah, I can't hear it at all. Well, wait. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black, it don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. Um. Okay. So, but and again, okay. So we don't have. You so know, let me this, set the this story for this. But wait, 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 this isn't visual. But the look on his face—he has this giant shit-eating grin on his face. Smile, like, like he's like, yeah, I'm, he's just like, oh yeah, I'm down with it. I'm hip. I'm cool. Oh, you know, I totally understand. God. So he's doing this interview with this guy, and they go to wrap it up. Yeah. Right. And the guy's like, oh, you can't do that right now. Blah blah. And they're like, well, no. He he looks at his watch. He's like, my wife is on at six. He's basically been doing all this stuff from his basement. Yeah. And so he's like, my wife is on at six. Basically, they need to swap seats so his wife can do an interview with somebody else. And then he just throws that out there. He's like, if if, if you're having a trouble tr- problem deciding between me and Trump, then you ain't black. Okay. What the heck does that mean? Uh, um, so you're not allowed to vote with your conscience? No. You're not allowed to vote how you feel? No. You're not allowed to vote with your brain, perhaps? Well, I mean, considering... Your the, priorities? Well, considering, your... considering the party he's a part of, they don't even want you to vote at all. They'll just vote for you. Well, this is just... We'll the, vote for this you. This is compared to what we all thought, because we saw this with Kanye West. 
right? The moment he started coming oh. out and saying, hey, I, I like Trump. I'm okay yeah. with Trump. I have no problem with Trump. Boom. Now he's a white man. Yeah. You know what he's I'm saying? Like, the media just yeah. totally rejected My, him. I, 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 love, uh, I love when people call Kanye a white supremacist. I'm like, yeah. have you ever seen a picture of Kanye? But that's what they did to him. They drug him through the mud because he didn't vote for the right or person. Or his crazy wife. Or okay. Uh, Candace Owens, another one. Oh, yeah. Candace Owens, another one. She's been okay. called a white supremacist, uh, which, again, like, have you not seen pictures? Have you have you ever heard Candace Owens' story? Uh, because she is pretty yes. liberal all the way up until about 2016-ish. Which she takes a lot of heat for. She does. She, she gets a lot of heat from the left and saying, she has, oh, that, oh, basically she wasn't getting enough press as a liberal, so she swapped sides. So I listened to this great interview with her, and she kind of discussed it, and she doesn't deny any of that. She's no, like, no, 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 no I was – she, she, she was doing a couple of videos. She was in college. She was doing her thing. And basically what had come out was she uh, – Donald Trump starts running, and she starts mm-hmm. watching the news, and the news is like, yeah, he's racist, he's this, he's that. And she stopped. She asked one question. If Donald Trump was such a terrible, racist, misogynist, sexist, whatever pig, how come this is the first time we're hearing about it? Yeah. The guy has been in the spotlight for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's been well known in New York on the East Coast. All right. He's always been a household name there. Okay. At least since the 80s. Okay. If not the 90s, mostly. And then as soon as Yafaya happens, yeah. I mean, now he's, you know, and now he's national. But she starts asking that one question, right? And that sure. was the first domino. Because she asked the first question. And then it started moving along, and then she was like, okay, well, maybe the media is not, not telling me the truth. So she starts mm-hmm. watching other news sources. Okay, and boom, her enlightenment just opened up. Sure. And she says, look, when she goes and speaks to the black community, when she goes and does these interviews, when she goes and talks to these communities, you know, when she does these, these speeches and stuff, she's like, look, I'm not trying to change everyone's heart and mind right there and then. I'm trying to get them to just think hard enough to tip one domino in the direction of truth. Yeah, and then let them figure out the rest by themselves. Well, and here's the thing, you know, she, you know, she was in college doing videos and started asking questions. Well, yeah, isn't that when you're supposed to do that when you're young? Yeah, you, you start changing your mind, you start really opening your eyes to things, and start realizing that you know what you're being force fed through you know whatever media isn't necessarily the truth, and you got to make your own decisions. I yeah. mean, another great one is uh, Joy Villa. Joy Villa is the one that wears the big Trump dresses to the Grammys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's she's fantastic. And she just basically yeah. said, look, I, I stopped voting with my skin color. I stopped voting with my gender. Ginger. Gin, ginger. Ginger? With her ginger? <laughs> with her ginger. Does she with have my ginger? ginger. And Marissa, do you I vote started with voting. Ginger? <laughs> huh? Do you vote with your ginger? Mm. <laughs> I shaved my head now, so. Uh, you still yeah, have the beard. Yeah, so. I was going to say. Yes, you can call me. No, Captain don't, Red. don't, don't, don't. Captain Redbeard? She's, don't, so t- don't. she's so tired of my crap. <laughs> Captain Redbeard. But Welcome v- to marriage. But Joy V pretty much came out and she was like, look, I'm just going to vote with my conscience. Yeah. I'm not going to vote with my skin color. I'm not going to vote with my gender. I'm not going to vote with any of that. I'm just sure. going to vote with my conscience. Right? And wow, that's what, that white supremacist. I know. And that's what we're trying to encourage everyone to do. But that's... You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I have liberal friends who can make good arguments. Oh, yeah. They, no, they know do. their it's... stuff. They know they know they can make these arguments. They can cite these instances. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the only difference between me and them is they just prioritize different. Well, this the... here is more important to me than that. But the problem isn't liberals. It's leftists. Yes. Just like the problem isn't conservatives. It's right-wing extremists. It's the extremes of each side that realistically aren't the majority, they're just the loudest. Yes. The problem that, that I feel we have is leftists have invaded government. P- 
Politicians yes. have become leftists. It was one thing when politicians were conservative or Republican. Okay, fine. Now it's, no, 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 we're either crazy liberal or crazy conservative. Well, yeah. can't we be in the middle? Can't we be middle of the road? And what's sad we... is the media has created a culture where that's how you get attention. Yeah, absolutely. You know the, what I'm saying? If, if the you're young, semi-attractive. The you are, yeah. the more attention you get. Yeah, especially if you're young and you can get in the spotlight and you realize, hey, well, I get in the spotlight and I'm yeah. I'm on the news every night as long as I say something outlandish. Good, bad, or indifferent, right? Mm-hmm. No bad. There's no such thing as bad press, right? Wasn't that the Trump mantra? No, that 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 was just mantra from like ages. Well, that's ago. what it's, Trump always. He's it's like just all, a, a saying that yeah. existed. Yeah, but that's what he said. <laughs> he he basically embraced that, right? Yeah. No such thing as bad press. So every every ounce of press was good press. No, that's true actually. Okay. As long as people are still talking about you, it can't be that bad. Yep, yep, yep. All right, I got a story to tell. Okay. Uh, I made some new friends this week. Actually, it was last week. You're cheating on me. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. You're cheating on me. Uh, beyond the Branch Designs. He's cheating on us. Beyond oh, the Branch oh, Designs, okay. yes. Marissa's giving me a look. Okay, so you know how online, like on social media, they always do these weird contests? Oh, yeah, totally. And they're like, they like do this thing where they're like, okay, if you like and share our post, you could win this ATV. Yeah, and nobody you ever actually wins Like and share, and you could get this brand new truck. And it's right. like, I've seen that picture of that same truck on five different other pages, you know, like... <laughs> Like no, that's not that's not gonna happen. I just did one for five nights in Vegas in a Vegas hotel like suite. So, so beyond uh, the branch designs is a company here in uh, Northern California. It's a, it's actually a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he's a he's an Air Force veteran and stuff. And basically, he started coming up with these these basically house decor uh, out of his garage. And it's all wood stuff. He, you've, everyone's seen the flags, right? The wood flags. Oh yeah. And so you, you start doing the flags. You know, he can do them all sorts of different colors. You can do thin blue line. You can do the red line for firefighters. He's done special ones for nurses and other, like, mm-hmm. medical professionals, first responders, you know, like, whatever you want. But he basically will custom make them to you, to your agency, to whatever you want. I saw one he did as the Air Force, where it was American flag, but instead, and he had stars, and then there was a silhouette of a jet in the stars. Oh, that's cool. You know, just cool stuff like that. He also does coin holders and stuff. So anyways, I'm online and they do this contest where it's like, hey, if you like this post, blah, 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 you know, you could, you could win a free design from us or a free badge. And I was like, yeah, I like it. And I totally forgot I even did it. You know, like it just kind of moved on with my life. All of a sudden I get tagged in a post saying, hey, you won. And I'm like, I, I, I did what now? And so I, the moderator of that page, I, was, I actually uh, messaged him. I was like, hey, dude, are these people legit? Because I'm getting messaged by strangers. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't want to just give my information to people because right, totally. I'm a cop. I'm paranoid. You know, I, don't, sure. I worry about these things. And so he, they were like, no, you're good. And, and my buddy was like, no, no, they're legit. I, my friend of mine got, got one from them too. Nice. I was like, oh. So I messaged him. And I was like, hey, apparently I won something. They're like, yes, you did. And so uh, it's, I believe it's Lisa and Michael uh, from Beyond the Branch. They're about 30 minutes from Sacramento. I'm not going to say exactly what town they live in. Sure. Um, but, yeah, they're giving me a, um, a badge. And it's an 11-inch badge, my badge. So nice. it's going to have my badge number on there, my agency, all stuff. It's going to be carved out of wood. They sent me, like, a preemptive design. I actually had to find the, the PDF of our badge so I yeah. could send it to them so I could do it in their, in their machine, I guess. Um, but it's going to be really cool. And, sounds cool. And so, yeah, and I'm, I'm actually really excited to see not only what they're coming up with me, but um, a lot of other work. So they have a Facebook page, which if you search Beyond the Branch uh, Designs, it's really cool. They can do a badge. They can do flags. If, if you have that person in your life who's a first responder, a medical professional, or a military, and you're like, I don't know what to get this person, right? Everyone sometimes has that person where it's like, I want to buy them something, but I can't. Uh, I can't necessarily find what they want, or I, I have a hard time. You know, my dad's one of these people. You know, he was a oh. firefighter, but yeah. he has everything he needs. And so it's almost impossible to buy him a gift. So you have to try and find him that thing that um, 
You gotta find that thing he doesn't know he needs. My uh, well, my dad and my father-in-law are both like that. Yeah. So Beyond the Branch Designs on Facebook, uh, and they even they even gave me his direct phone number. If you want to contact Michael directly and talk about the type of work they can do, uh, it's five three zero three zero one four four two zero. Or you can find them on Facebook. I, I I'm friends with them on Disturbing the Peace page. So if you follow Disturbing the Peace page, you could probably find them on there. Again, it's Beyond the Branch Designs. Really cool people for that custom home decor gift for you, for that person. And they can do stuff like the one I'm getting is only 11-inch badge. But I was looking at their on their page, and you can get up to 36 inches. Like if you want a really large wall piece, you could really do that, along with big flags and See, stuff you know, like that. I want something for my office at work. You want something smaller? No. No, not smaller. I want something. I have like this big, right where I'm sitting, there's this big empty white space mm-hmm. above my computer in my office. You didn't think you should put a picture of your family or something and on I there? Need- <laughs> Never once crossed my mind. Oh, weird. Never once crossed <laughs> like, my mind. They're not the ones um, you think about at work, huh? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, no, I don't do a lot of family pictures at work. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I understand. I work in a jail. Especially, especially in your line of work. Yeah, That'd I work be bad. in a jail, you know. Um, so, um, <laughs> like, I have inmates that come in and clean my but office. But no, but yeah. like a cool. But, yeah. I was, a so thin I was, blue line so flag. Or you I'm do both, like blue line on one side, gray on the other. I was thinking, um, well, I don't know, because originally I was thinking one of those like metal ones that are, you know, there's a, a company that... The wood ones are cool. The wood ones are cool. So, well, so I have a wooden... Well, you've seen my coin holder. Yes. So, I that's wood. Mm-hmm. Um, he so, has flags that are coin holders as well. He'll do those as mm. well. So, I might have to look at that. Yeah, check them out. Ooh, yeah, here's a nice one. I'm actually looking at the website right now. Yeah, cool family, cool thing. Uh, all right, let's take a break. You, oh, sorry. It is kind of James Bondy, huh? It's very James Bondy. All right, folks, and we're back. Oh, when the beat drops. Like, I feel like we should be infiltrating a Russian, like, military installation. We could do that. You got plans this weekend? Uh, I got to pick up a new sofa tomorrow. Can you imagine if this takes off for millionaires and we're like, yeah, let's go mess with Russians. <laughs> let's just go out there. Yeah, who cares, right? I mean, they're only Russians. <laughs> <laughs> They only kill us a little bit. Only a little bit. <laughs> like, okay. So a friend of mine texted me, and, and I guess they were um, – uh, they live in Idaho, and they got stuck behind a procession. And she's like, hey, did mm. you hear about this story? I'm like, no, I didn't. She sent me the story. Um, Idaho Sheriff's Office identifies deputy struck and killed by patrol car while searching for a suspect. Okay, a deputy in Idaho, in southeast Idaho, was actually killed uh, by his sergeant. No. Um, so essentially, I, I was reading up on the story. Um, essentially, what happened was there was some sort of—I don't know if it was a car accident or some sort of incident—but a woman ended up having a machete, and she's outside. She's brandishing the machete and stuff. An okay. officer is engaging her. Drop the machete. She's not doing it. The other one's engaging her. Drop the machete. She's not doing it. She starts walking away, and they, you know you can't just run up and tackle these people. No, you she's got a machete. They, yeah, it's a bad idea. And so they're putting it out on the radio. You know, hey, we got this, we got this. And the supervisor immediately starts over there, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what a supervisor would do, sure. right? You got somebody who's being violent, anything. Same thing in the jail, right? You got somebody who's just holding up in their cell. Mm-hmm. You need extraction. Of course, supervisor is going to be there to make sure everything's going within policy, make sure everything's going according to plan. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not all fights happen that way. But even then, like, it's per our policy and our agency that. Yeah, you get there. When you fight, uh, you immediately need to report it. When you go hands-on with somebody, you immediately report to the supervisor. The supervisor needs to do some documentation as yeah, well. Just say, hey, yes, this happened. This was why it happened. Use Just the force report. Exactly. So use the force report. So the supervisor is on his way over because two of his guys are engaging a woman with a machete. Sure. Um, and 
while he's over there, he ends up striking one of his own officers. With his car? With his car. While he's responding oh. to the scene. And he ended up dying later of his wounds. He was only 20, oh. he was 24 years old. Oh! And had a baby at home. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, Deputy Wyatt Mazur, your life mattered. Um, absolutely. I absolutely feel terrible for that. The, the article I was reading actually mis- lists the name of the sergeant. I'm not going to put the name yeah. of the sergeant out there. I feel absolutely awful um, for him as well as long as God, Deputy Mazur's family. That, that is pretty much the worst case scenario that an agency can go through. This is, I don't know. This is this is right up there. It's a friendly fire situation. Yeah, I don't know how you get through that. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you – is there as, any amount of time you could take off to make you feel oh, better uh, about that? Sergeant? I don't think yeah. that sergeant's going to come back, no, to be I, honest with you. If you know, I, I mean, accidents point, happen. Crap happens. But how do you emotionally yeah, recover from that's that? That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's going to walk into that office every day or every – time he's working and he's going to know exactly what he did people are going to look at him different now whether yeah. even if they just yeah. said hey man you're going to be a desk sergeant now we're just, no. you know but it's just it's nothing it's done his i'm sorry he may i mean he didn't mean to do it obviously no, but his repu- his reputation's done it's, yeah. you know it's it's not, but it's done. not even it's not even a reputation thing because i think you know most people and and law enforcement's no different most people understand shit happens but People still talk. Sure, of course, people talk, but it's not—it's not like he did anything, for lack of a better term, wrong. So far that I can mm-hmm. hear, it was an accident. It was a freak accident. Oh, I know. But yes, people are going to look at him differently because it's like, well, you know, what, what was, what was the cop's name? Deputy Mazer. I remember the last name. Mazer. First, la- first name. Uh, Wyatt. Wyatt. Okay. There's the guy that killed Wyatt. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be. It's not going to be, oh, you know, there's the guy that drives reckless. No, it's, he killed Wyatt. It's his partner. His team is going to is not going to be able to look at that guy. That guy is not going to be able to walk in the building, more than likely, without seeing things that are going to remind him of what happened. Even I, even if they reassign him and say, hey, man, you're going to be a death sergeant. Yeah, can't reassign now him. you're going to think about it and be like, I'm here because I made this mistake. The only you know way, like, sorry, the only way you can reassign somebody in that kind of a situation is if you're in a major metropolitan area where you can reassign him across town yeah. where he's never has to set foot in the same precinct and i i don't think this agency is very big when it comes to bodies yeah. well most um, most aren't that big you know no. I mean? i'm talking like new york los LA, angeles yeah major cities like that you know you where can, you do can that. say hey yeah let's let's take you and you know, reassign yeah. you new faces new people right you know, your reputation might follow you, but you're not going to have the same reminders. Exactly. You know? But in a smaller agency, I mean, like, you could never pull that up. You could never pull that off in, in our agency. No. no our there's no way. But, yeah, that's rough. Uh, I feel bad for uh, Deputy Mazur's family. That I mean, that's awful. His, his kid, uh, his uh, spouse, That that's horrible. Mm-hmm. But for the sergeant, too, uh, you know, my heart goes out to him because that's, that's something he's – he or she didn't say you didn't say but is really going to have to deal with and that's that's going to be a hard road and i really hope just facing his wife yeah i I really i really hope that the agency gives them the support that they're going to need Mm -hmm. to make it through that because this is one of those incidents where if you handle it wrong you're gonna have another funeral on your hands yes Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where i was going yeah you got to be very careful with how something like this is handled i've talked about this before in california we have 5150 other states have Mm -hmm. comparable stuff it is so difficult for cops to reach out and get help it is it's extremely difficult it's it's getting better it's getting better so, but it's still a problem. There's still there's still a stigma attached to it. Exactly. There's still that, there's still that concern if and if I say something, they're going to take my gun, which means I'm not a cop anymore. So now, 
you know, it's, you know, taking away my identity. So I think still that's that the first thing that, I mean, there's a couple of different obstacles, right? And the first one I think is stigma, right? We're supposed sure. to be tough cops. We're supposed to be the problem solvers, mm-hmm. not the problem causers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be those people. And I think it's really tough for an agency, for an administration within an agency, like chiefs and captains, lieutenants, to really try and erase that stigma and be like, no, 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 no. We want you to ask for help. We <clears> want <throat> you to speak yeah. up. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you a terrible person. It doesn't no, make you a bad no, cop. Okay, you. we ask you to go out there and do a lot of terrible things sometimes. A lot, See a lot of terrible things. Yeah, not do, okay? see. <laughs> yes. We ask you to go see a lot of terrible things. Yeah. Okay. And trust me, there's there's plenty of things that's going to bother you. Okay. Uh, even just like a CPS call, ripping mm-hmm. up kids away from parents is hard to do emotionally. Sure. Okay. And I've done it a lot. Okay. Um, watching parents lose the rights to their kids. Okay. Mm-hmm. Having to tell somebody that they, their loved one's gone completely unexpectedly. Yeah. Okay. I had the unfortunate um, where I had to do a notification on somebody once. Uh, their dad had gone down to the corner store to go pick up some, you know, beer, cigarettes, or whatever it was. Like, very normal routine there. Also, two hours later, I'm knocking on the door saying, hey, by the way, your dad was murdered while he was down there. You know, that was hard to do. And he had a teenage daughter I had to go tell that yeah. to. You know, and that's emotional. That's that's kind of stuff sure. that really hits you. And so if you don't find those, I mean, we talked to, we, we, we went through an article once on this program where we talked about that kind of stuff and talked about how you overcome it emotionally, like, you know, connect with nature, you know, speak up, talk to people, mm-hmm. you know, ask for help, you know, try and find that vent buddy. You know, yeah. sometimes having just a good buddy who's like, hey, it's like third party uninvolved but they understand your job enough to see know what you're going through mm-hmm. that's a good person to talk to you know and just an example josh and i sometimes talk to each other because his job is completely different than mine my job is different than his mm-hmm. okay and you know we can talk to each other and know that it's not going to go outside of us you know that we could just vent and it's not going to get back to my boss and be like oh you're talking crap about me <laughs> you know like it's not going to happen josh is giving me a look wait what? who have you told about my venting we should probably have a conversation later oh jeez. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know I what? just put in for a new assignment, man. Don't don't mess me up. Um, no, so uh, and I've talked about it on here. I'm I'm part, uh, I'm part of our peer support team. So if your agency has something like that, by that's that's what it's there for. It's stuff like this. Um, but also, you almost every agency has some kind of EAP or employee assistance program yeah. where you can get that help that you need. But you have to take that step and ask for it because unfortunately. Other people trying to intervene without you wanting that intervention actually sometimes makes it worse. That's hard, too. It's very hard. So I think – and it's one of the very few things I think we do right in California. Um, in California, I think that stigma is going away faster than most other states mm-hmm. because we are, air quotes, progressive in this state. Uh, but I think we do a, a very good job of it, or are doing. We are working towards doing a very good job of it as a whole um, in this state to make that to make it to normalize the idea of people who work in our profession who, who can actually stop and say, "Hey, I need help. I need someone to talk to because I'm going through something mm-hmm. and I'm having a hard time with it." Uh, so I hope I don't know about Idaho. I, I, I don't. Uh, I hope they have something like that available. I hope they just make sure that. Everyone involved in this situation is 100% taken care, 120% taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, and if you got somebody in your life right now where you, you know they're going through some stuff and you're just you don't know how to address it, I can give you a piece of advice. Um, and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, because again, you're on the peer support team. I'm not. Mm-hmm. But I always try the indirect approach, right? Like I wouldn't necessarily confront them or corner them and say, "Hey, dude, I know you're going through this stuff. Let's go get some help," unless it really calls for that. But um, the indirect approach would be something like, hey, why don't you invite them and their family over for dinner? 
what I'm saying? And just talk to him about other stuff. Uh, yeah. And get him to try and vent about other that's stuff. An, and kind yeah. of, it's kind of a beat the bush kind of thing, but you can get someone to establish that trust. To get to that point. Yeah. Sure. And you, you'd be surprised at how many people in your backyard sitting in a patio chair will suddenly start opening up to you about stuff that they're going through. You know, or on the front porch or wherever you sit, you know, while your kids are in there playing together or doing something, yeah. you know, or, or having dinner or something. You'd be surprised. And, you know, after you kind of open that door and, and kind of reveal yourself as vulnerable, you'd be surprised what other people are willing to share with you. And then you could say, okay, man, let, well, there, we have options. Let's mm-hmm. go talk to this person. We could talk to this. Or, hey, man, let me just get you another beer. <laughs> you know, like, and let's just go have that, you know. <laughs> So go actually, ahead. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to say, don't do the beer thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alcohol could Alcohol be very bad. Alcohol is actually not a great idea. Obviously, in these you need to read the situation, uh, right? Yeah. But I'm sometimes not... people are venting it's something that's like totally manageable, and you're like, okay, well, come on, let's yeah, don't know, get, I mean, let's don't, get this off your chest. Don't get me thing. wrong, I'm not some horrible prude that says never drink. Uh, (laughs) uh, but in that situation alcohol is not really a great idea because it actually is going to enhance those uh depressed emotions um yes the beating around the bush idea is it's not a terrible idea it's not a terrible plan it's just a non-confrontational yeah it's not it it is non-confrontational uh but you don't discount the value of the direct approach you'd be surprised how many people will actually respond to just walking up to them in private you know, and just be like, hey, man, are you okay? Mm-hmm. That's it. You don't have to, like, I want you to empty your feelings and, and, and <laughs> use me as, a, you know, to, to, to get everything off you. Don't, don't, you don't have to go that far with it. Just, mm-hmm. hey, man, are you okay? Yeah. That's all you got to do. And if they tell you to F off, okay, hey, at least you asked. Or they may look at you and just be like, you know what? No, I'm not. I, I don't think I want to talk to you about this, but I'm not. But at least there's some acknowledgement there. And it's very easy to say, hey, oh, that's cool. You know, I get it. If you want, let them know that you're there. If you want to talk, come find me. Or, hey, you know what? I, I know you don't want to talk to me. What about this? And have that other option that, you know, you may know of. Just, you know, just throwing that out there. Yeah, and, and Marissa can vouch for this, too. Don't, don't, don't discount your spouse. You know, some people, they, they're shy away from, like, trying yeah. to confide or speak with their spouse sometimes because they're like, well, sh- you know, they don't get it. They don't understand what I'm going through, blah, blah, blah. Don't discount them. Yeah. Okay? But they get you. They do. So. Okay? And, like, I've had some really tough times at work, as you guys can imagine. And Marissa's been my greatest support and easiest person to talk to sometimes. Where I just come home and I'm like, you would not believe what I just had to go through. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's times where I've screwed up where I just bottle it up. And I'm like, nope, I'm fine. Work was great. You know? And I don't tell her about, you know, the, the maybe the dead child or something like that that really got to me. Or, or the body parts, you know, spread across a train track. Yeah, you know, like I've seen it all in ten years, and so I haven't seen it all, but I've seen a lot in ten years. Right. Um. You know, but yeah, don't discount your spouse. Like sometimes they're your. You know, keep in mind, they're they're your spouse for a reason. They're your spouse because they're your best friend. You know, and those are the people that you should often be talking to. And if you need help, sometimes that's the easiest person to tell. You know, I'm going through something. I need help. But again, I can't I can't predict every single situation people can be going through. The only thing I can tell you this is swallow your pride and get help if you need it. Yeah. Hey folks, do me a huge favor and rate this podcast on iTunes. I would really appreciate it. It helps us reach a higher audience. It helps us reach out to those people who may also enjoy this podcast. Also, like it, subscribe to it if you haven't subscribed yet, and be sure to share it with your friends and family. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm digging this song. No, not, not even a little. No, I don't think I'm going to. Not even a little bit. Just, just, yeah, kill, you, you, oh, Marissa just, just turned it off. I did.
I did. I think everybody's going to really appreciate it. Marissa did us all a favor. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That was terrible. So Josh thinks somebody, a celebrity, thinks should get the Rona. Oh, Lori Loughlin deserves it. <laughs> and, I mean, I love Aunt Becky, okay, from oh. Full House. She was my favorite. Maybe had a little crush on her when I was a kid, but that's neither here nor there. But she has – I have no more respect for Aunt Becky. She's awful. Yeah. So, yeah, so she's, she's going to do – yeah, uh, she's – Marissa, what like, were you saying that she's going to get six months? Like or something? Six yeah, months. it was like six months or something like that, and then she has a hunt, or she's pleading guilty if, and then the the deal or whatever is that she gets six only six months instead of forty years, right? It was supposed to be forty years or some crap like that. I mean, it was and, never going to be forty years. Yeah, let's be honest. But then also she's getting fined for a hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars. But then her husband is uh, pled guilty. But for him, it would be two years in jail and then a $250,000 Which combined fine. is still less than what they paid to get their kid into the college. Just want to throw yeah. that out there. Just throwing that out there. Okay? I'm surprised she even had that kind of money. What are you talking about? She still had that full house money? Yeah, how much full was she actually money. making for an episode back then, though? Back then? I don't know. But you also have to think about syndication. Oh, I didn't uh-huh. think about that. Think about syndication. So, mm. uh you know how syndication works? No. So basically, once a, you're still getting a piece of the yeah. show, essentially. So once a show gets, gets once a show gets into syndication, um, I'll use Friends as a good example. You get paid. You're an actor on Friends. Mm-hmm. You get paid every single time Friends airs anywhere. Oh, it's kind of like how with like artists or whatever they make a song and then anytime it's played yeah. on there. Oh, okay. So yeah. now you don't get paid as much as you did when, but the you show still was get running. a certain percentage. But you still get something. So you take a show like let's say Friends. There was a point. Where there was, at one point, there was not a single time of day where Friends was not playing somewhere. You could always find Friends on TV on some station somewhere. There's a lot of actors and actresses who, you know, they're popular for a hot minute in their sitcom. And then they really kind of just didn't do a whole lot Mm -hmm. afterwards. And but they still got the money, still got the nice house, yeah. someplace. This guys. Well, her husband's also like what a lawyer or something like. I, mean, I don't know, like a Hollywood lawyer or some shit. He's smart. It, not that smart. They got caught. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's All right. ridiculous. And they're ridiculous you children. I was looking for I was looking for banjo music for our Florida segment. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was actually trying to find the song so I could play Dueling it. Dueling banjos? Just, it's called Dueling Banjos. Oh, man. So Florida man faces terrorism charge after allegedly coughing at spitting on police while claiming to have coronavirus. Makes sense. Makes sense. Biological weapon. Biological weapon. And Florida man is now facing a federal terrorism charge. A federal charge, though. And up to five Damn. years in prison after he was accused of coughing and spitting on police officers well, while claiming to have infected the, to be infected with the coronavirus. Oh, got the Rona. Oh, man. That's crazy. Five years. Not nearly as crazy as his next story. And Oh, jeez. Um, All right, hold on. Let me. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. <clears throat> Florida woman nope. still showers with her 20-year-old daughter. Um, <laughs> okay. I a mean, Florida mom isn't ashamed to say she still gives her baby girl a bath, except that her daughter is now twenty years old. Um. Okay. Uh, Mary, does, fifty-five. Does, she's fifty-five. Will appear on the second season of a TLC's reality show, show uh, "Mothered," where she admits to showering with daughter Brittany each morning. The mom and daughter live together in Jensen Beach. 
They're barely gonna, ugh. That's just... Is it be... Okay, does it give any more details than that, or is that it? Uh, that's all I'm gonna read. Apparently, she, she sees it as, like, a bonding time. Like, like they see it as like a mother daughter okay. bonding. But here's like the thing. Okay also, there are people that actually are into like as they get older, they still want to act like, like babies or yeah. kids. Yeah. No, no, that's not it. No. Okay, that's but, what but, I thought. Okay, but that's a fetish a, thing, and you don't yeah. do that with your parent. You usually do that with no. I and I understand that, but I'm just saying that super some. Gross. I'm just saying some people still have that no, psychological thing well, with them, you know, but. And I, I have a lot of give for families. Or you know, like, like, like that Peter Pan syndrome, like they claim Michael Jackson had, where you're still like w- trying to be a child kind of thing. Yeah, kind, kind. Yeah, but you still don't shower with your, you know. Okay, no. that's a that's a that's blind cross. I don't, think, cro- I don't think this is a condition. I think it's just like a family, like they're okay with it. Like it's but, just, but I don't think it's any type of like fetish or anything that they desire to do or it must just do. Gross. Yeah, it's just gross. It's just unusual, right? But I've seen this before, where like families will like. And there's a lot of give and take of what you're comfortable doing in your family and what you're not. Like like when uh, parents kiss their kids on the mouth. Oh, okay? yeah. When, it's, when they're very little, it's much yeah. more acceptable. But when they're like 10, 11, 12, yeah. a man kissing his teenage daughter on the mouth. It's just, you know, and, and it's really you're, weird. And it's, you're it, getting into Biden territory. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily call it like inappropriate. But to me, it's very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for other people. Now, if that's... But is that part of the problem? I mean, is that really the problem that it's uncomfortable for us? No. So we make it weird? What makes it weird is if it's uncomfortable for the kid. Oh, yeah. Once it's uncomfortable for the kid, now now it's totally. Uh, But one of the – an NFL player got in a little bit of heat because of that because he was doing some show. I can't remember. It was Peyton or one of those. But he's, like, getting a massage in his home because, you know, he's a millionaire. He can do those things. Yeah, right, totally. And his boy came in and said something to him, and he's like, hey, hey, hey. And then the boy came over and kissed him on the mouth. And the boy was like, I think 10 or 11 or 12 or something like that. And a lot of people were coming to his defense being like, hey, that's their family. That's their thing. And if the kid's uncomfortable with it, he's comfortable with it. And other people are like, no, that's weird. It makes me uncomfortable. You know? But I've seen worse. But again, if the kid yeah. had like stopped and be like, dad, I don't want to do that. And he's like, come here and kiss me. Then, yeah. okay, it's creepy. But if the kid was like, okay, saunters over and plants one on dad, that's, you know what? I'm with those that first group. That's their relationship. That's their family. That's how they are. Whatever. Yeah. And I knew a family growing up that allegedly uh, would have hot tub time, and it would be that mom, just sounds bad. Mom, dad, and both teenage daughters in the hot tub. Oh gosh, I remember this. Nobody wearing clothes, but that was just that was their family. You know, admittedly, they're a bit. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't think you. They're a bit hippie-ish. I don't think you. I believe the parents might have been. How sweeters? many comments I keep to myself on this show? In 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 Ooh. out of respect for your desire oh. to be this family friendly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not being very family friendly right and, now. Let's be and real. also out of respect for not just not you know insulting you. <sighs> Me? <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll have to tell you once. Hey, here's the one. Recorded. Here's the one that I think Josh and I kind of understand more than most. Florida man accused of exposing himself. Oh my god, I was just gonna talk about that. Ah! <laughs> Florida accused of exposing himself <laughs> claims he needed to air out. Hey, I get it, man. Sometimes you're hot and you bothered. Just wanna, you're bothered. You just want you just want to hear some, feel some cool air down there. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, you just need. And you know, what? Florida with the While humidity. While driving, by the way, the heat right, and humidity. humidity. Have you been? Have you ever been to Florida? No. So I've been to Florida. Marissa's twice. I've been to Florida twice. And, yeah, it's humid, man. I mean, it's... Okay, so this so, gets bad. So <laughs> I get it. That's the part where it's like, dude... What? 
Hold on. Oh, God. So, Marissa's just like, she's crazy. back. I want to burn my ears off. And Avon, not good. And uh, Avon Park man, who was caught exposing himself to a woman while driving, says he while airs driving. it out. He says he airs it out. Because he gets hot. Sometimes because he gets hot, according to the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Deputies oh. said a woman called 911 on May 11th to report that she was stopped at a red light on, on Highway 60 near the Lake Wales Municipal Airport around 8 a.m. 8 a.m. Not like 4 o'clock in the See, afternoon. Yeah, o'clock. Eight, and that's where that's where his story falls apart. When if it was that's where it falls apart. <laughs> if it was 3 in the afternoon and he'd been, you know, mowing the lawn all day. Don't I make would excuses for this. Don't. <laughs> don't. Please don't. Oh, my gosh. Don't. When she noticed the driver of the Mazda. Yes, he was driving a Mazda. Hmm. That was next to her Ooh. waving and trying to get her attention. She looked over <laughs> to see the man's penis. What was he waving? Completely exposed, then saw oh. him begin to touch himself inappropriately. Oh, see, see, he made it weird. See, that's where he goes. See, that's <laughs> he where he made it weird. That's where, if he's just airing it out, I, I could get with it, man. I, yeah, I, apparently, I on, that's where he went I wrong. was on your side until you started pleasuring yourself. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Florida. Oh, man. God bless you, Florida. You make my podcast you think any? You think any state will finally take the mantle away from Florida? No. Some like, have tried. Oklahoma has Oklahoma's tried. Oklahoma's tried. Texas has gotten close a couple times. Oh, I mean, I mean, Oklahoma had Joe Exotic, so they were trying. Yeah, I mean, Louisiana's gotten close. Louisiana, South Carolina. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got these stories everywhere, really. That's true. You do. I mean, we don't live that far from San Francisco. Yeah, that's true. All right. I mean, there's probably a guy with a podcast in Florida right now who makes fun of California news all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, right now, California man, uh, district attorney of uh, San Francisco, is trying to get his cop killer eh, associated father out of jail so he doesn't get the Rona. Wow. Yeah, that guy's a real piece of crap. I hate that I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that dude is a real piece of crap. Uh, I got a piece of news from you from a different state. Let me look it up here. Um, There we go. Thief tries to sell equipment back to store. He stole it from same day. I have that one, too. <laughs> I have that one, too. Here in California. We're, we're on it today. <laughs> the owner of a store in Riverside, California, was walking near a shop on Wednesday morning when a man approached him offering to sell some camera equipment that apparently he already stole. From them. You know where you could probably get away with this at? Florida? Costco. <laughs> no. Costco. Costco. Costco will take anything Costco back. Costco has a very liberal return policy. Very, as could, long as you're not trying to return toilet paper. You could probably right steal now. from one Costco and probably return it to the other oh, and get cash. Well, it's actually, um, that's actually a fairly common practice when it's employees stealing. They'll steal it from one store and, and try to return it at another store. Or they'll buy it on their... Uh, employee discount in their own store and then take it to an entirely different store and be like, oh, I forgot the receipt and get the you know store credit gift mm-hmm. card for the higher amount than what they actually paid because they got uh, the employee discount. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty common. I've actually known... Well, maybe I shouldn't say this. Don't. Well, it's too late now. <laughs> uh, of people who've actually gotten in serious trouble with their work. Oh, yeah. Because they've done some return shenanigans like that, you know, and they weren't mm-hmm. you know totally forthcoming. And then yep. they just admitted too much when they asked the questions. <laughs> you know? All right. Uh, let's take one more break. Because I'm at that wonderful time. Is hey, there more I, stuff to talk about? I got commercials. All right. Actually, you know what? We could probably wrap it up. I don't know. You sound like you have something else to talk about. Let's take a break. All right. This is Disturbing the Peace podcast with Brent and Josh and someone they tricked to come on with them. 
Oh look, that's our couch. We got that, but in brown. Hey, I'm recording right now. Oh, we're talking about couches. We're talking furniture. Oh yeah. Yeah, Josh is trying to get my wife to spend a lot of money right now. Thank you. I'm trying to save you a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, you can look at that that way. I would save more money. He's my new best friend. Um, we just didn't buy one yet. A new best friend? Yeah. What? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought... I'm like, wait, wait, Is there was there a payment option? Strangely enough, I'm okay with him being your new best friend, but you gotta stop. If you're gonna make her spend money, buy a gun. Make her buy mm, a gun. Yeah. You should be showing her a gun, not couches. Okay, fair but enough. Couches are fine. But this one has a little uh, hidey hole for guns. How are you liking that music, by the way? Yeah. I can take it or leave it. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it. All right. I forgot I was still playing. We're sitting here having a conversation. Yeah. Hey, so last week was police week. It was. Tell me about it. Well, so last week was police week, um, and unfortunately, because of the Rona, everything was canceled. Uh, most local agencies did a, if they did anything, it was like a virtual uh, memorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, the national uh, memorial was also done virtually. Um, everything in D.C. was canceled. Uh, had it not been canceled, I would have been in D.C. Uh, last week um, for the third time in a row being at uh, National Police Week, which would have been awesome. Um, For those of you out there who are connected to law enforcement, in law enforcement, if you've never been to D.C. for Police Week, go. Make the trip. It is amazing. Make sure you go to the Law Enforcement Museum also. It is just an amazing experience. Be forewarned. When you get to the memorial wall, you will lose your shit. It is going to happen. I did it. Everybody I was with did it? I've wait, wait, I've how, been there twice. How and, so? Uh, you get really emotional. Oh, okay. you are super emotional. Um, I thought you mean you got angry. I was no, like, no, no, no. Well, I mean it's it's it it's a real mixture of emotions. Yes. Yeah, you're gonna lose it. Um, if you happen to know someone on that wall, it's even worse. Um, you find their name, and you know I, I found my uncle's name the first time, and I just sat there, did the rubbing of, of the name on there, took a picture, and just sat and kind of lost it uh, emotionally that was the first time the second time i was like okay i'm gonna be a lot better it's not gonna be as bad and it was almost just as bad the second time around mm-hmm. um when you go if you go to the candlelight vigil uh, which again i uh, strongly recommend um uh, it's super emotional again uh you know you, when you hear all the names read off it's i i can't actually describe it you have to be there so i i really recommend you go there yeah i check I, it out I, I've gotten emotional. I mean, we've had people killed locally. You know, I never yeah. knew these individuals, mm-hmm. but it's hard not to get emotional. Uh, I also uh, struggle with the numbers a bit. Like, we have this whole program called Below 100. Yeah. And Below 100 is the idea of, hey, let's try and get at least a hunt, like less than 100 police officer deaths in the line of duty deaths this year. Which we haven't been able to do. We haven't. Usually we're around the 140s, 160s. Like, yep. it, should, it feels like it should be a doable thing. And part of below 100, of course, is buckle your seatbelt because a lot of cops get killed in car accidents mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Make sure you're buckled up. Make sure you're being safe. Um, but what's really tough for me to stomach, and we kind of touched on this earlier, more first responders will be killed by suicide than in the line of duty. Yes. Uh, the statistic is um, almost three times yeah. that amount. And so that's why we always encourage you guys here on Disturbing the Peace, and I always encourage it online stuff open up, talk to somebody, you know, my door's always open, Josh's door's always open, you know, I don't care, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather hear about your problems than read about your obituary, you know, I don't, I don't want to go down that road, I don't want to lose anybody, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to lose anymore, I mean, this, this feels like a very solvable problem, and for some reason, you'd it's think, it's not, 
Yeah. You know, it's really not. Hey, Josh, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no. Hey, Marissa, do you have anything you want to add? Nope. Nope. Thanks for joining me today, baby. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, folks, this is a service piece. Uh, feel free to reach out to us on uh, Facebook. Uh, you could also email us at DTP at USA.com. That's DTP at USA.com. If you want to uh, email Josh, it's going to be I'm jealous of Brent's beard at yahoo.com. I'm <laughs> jealous of Brent's beard at yahoo.com. If you want to email just Brent, it is Captain Redbeard at <laughs> hotmail.com. That is Captain Redbeard. <laughs> At hotmail.com. And if you want to email my wife, don't. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one, folks. No, you guys aren't going to say bye? Bye. Bye. The Eastern world, it is exploding. Violence flaring, bullets loading. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war. What's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating. But you tell me over and over and over again, my friend. I you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Don't you understand what I'm trying to say can't you feel the fears i'm feeling today if the button is pushed there's no running away there'll be no one to save with the world in a grave take a look around you boy it's bound to scare you boy and you tell me Sitting here just contemplating I can't twist the truth It knows no regulation Handful of senators don't pass legislation And marches alone can't bring integration When human respect is disintegrating This whole crazy world is just too frustrating And you tell me China, then take a look around to Selma, Alabama. You may leave here for four days in space, but when you return, it's the same old place. The pounding of the drums, the pride and disgrace. You can bury your dead, but don't leave a trace. Hate your next door neighbor, but don't forget to say grace and